Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. RC. Seven oh six here at Fifty Five Care City Talk Station. Lagging or not, it's Monday. You're tuned in at the right time if you're just tuning in right now. Because I'm always pleased to talk to FOP President Dan Hills, Chapter Sixty Nine, Cincinnati Police Department. Dan, welcome back, man. I hope you and your loved ones are all in good health. I'm in good health, besides my uh, springtime allergies. So you might hear that in my voice. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know. Doing great. You know, I never used to have allergy problems when I was a little kid. And, you know, the older I get, the more it hits me. You know, it's like a mold or whatever the hell's in the air. And it's like you just all get congested. And it happens. I guess it's part of getting old for me, but it is a colossal pain in the me keister. <laughs> all right. Me too. Um, I guess I need to ask you right up front. Did your wife receive recently a, a, a gift of a new Louis Vuitton handbag by any chance? <laughs> you are- Well, I, I came across this guy out on the street <laughs> and offered to sell me one. For a very, uh, very discounted price, but uh, no, no, I didn't, I didn't make the purchase. What <laughs> wasn't hitting you up for three thousand dollars? He had it right there, brand new. Okay, you give me three hundred, four hundred dollars for it. Anyway, we'll get to the specifics on that. Well, let's just talk about violence in this city of Cincinnati generally. I mean, I, when I read an article, I can't believe that I you know, live around the greater Cincinnati area. Cincinnati number one in the nation for homicides. New report showing the Queen City tied for the most homicides per capita over the first three months of the year with New Orleans and Baltimore. We're up in great company there, Dan. What is going on? Well, you know, I've, uh, I've detailed it, too. I'm blue in the face. Uh, we, we don't have a back end of the criminal justice system that's working at all. You know, the uh, the police make arrests. The prosecutors uh, make a prosecution. They start a prosecution. but And uh, the, the judges have uh, been dropping the ball totally. A lot of the newer judges that have been elected. And, of course, at the corrections level, uh, we don't have enough room in the inn here locally, and the state doesn't uh, keep folks as long as they should either. So I'm a, I'm a law and order type of guy. Um, I believe that, uh, you know, uh, it doesn't always work. Reform doesn't always work. But you know what does work? And it's just so simple as if, if, you, uh, if you rob me of my Louis Vuitton purses, and uh, you get seven years for robbery, then for the next seven years, the Louis Vuitton purses are safe uh, from you. And and uh, that's the way I look at uh, uh, the justice system. If nothing else, it keeps uh, it keeps bad guys from offending while they're in. It's called deterrence. In. <laughs> it's deterrence. It's it's your dad <laughs> telling you like my dad did. If you get in trouble at school, you're going to be in more trouble when you get home. I mean, okay, and then you stay out of trouble. If you're going to go to jail for 10 years, if you fill, you know, fill in the blank, commit that crime, you're going to have to put that in the equation before you go out and do it. That's deterrence. It's the, one of the key, if not the component to law enforcement, generally speaking. It's one of the reasons we have law enforcement and, cr- and crimes on the books. It's to prevent people from going out and doing something. 
Well, you're talking about the deterrence uh, angle. I'm talking about when you're locked up, you can't do anything wrong because well, you're locked that, up. That is true. And that's, that's what I see with our, 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 our constant repeat offenders. And that's where, yeah. you know, I, I, I really salute our young officers who are out there working in the units that are proactive, uh, like, like the uh, Gun Crimes Intelligence Unit and stuff. They're going out there and they're locking up these folks who are under disability, who are, we know, bad guys with with with, with guns that they're not allowed to carry because of their prior felonies and they just keep getting recycled and recycled and recycled. And it's like, if you want these shootings to stop, you have to, you have to keep these folks in jail. And that's what our society is not prepared to do. I guess it costs too much to house everybody. Um, The the, the judges have, like I said, they've taken a left turn and and they're they're given low bonds and low sentences when they can. Well, Dan, does that make sense to you, contextually speaking? Because if you break down gun control into party affiliation, it's usually the left is all about taking guns away and getting them off the street and yada, 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 yada. And the right is always about, hey, we've got a Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms and protect ourselves because we can't count on the police to be there in a short enough period of time. We've got all this violence around us. Let us do what, well, that sheriff in Florida says, you know. Shoot the bad guys and save the people, uh, save the criminal justice system some time and effort. I don't know if you saw that. I can find the article in a minute here, but that was the gist of what he said. They had a homeowner that took a couple shots at a guy who had been breaking and entering since he was 13 years old, a recidivist. Uh, and the sheriff said, listen, we welcome that. You're not going to be in trouble. If someone breaks into your home, please shoot them. And by the way, come and take one of my classes, because if you take a class free from the sheriff's department, you'll become a better shot, thereby saving the taxpayers money because you'll actually hit what you're aiming at. So, I mean, I'm that's the sort of the, 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 the gun mindset person. So... If the judges are a bunch of left-wingers that don't believe in locking people up, notably recidivists, you say under disability, that's a fancy way of saying they've already been busted for and have felonies on the record, which prevent them from owning and carrying firearms. You catch them with a firearm. Isn't that exactly the kind of person that most left-minded people would want to go after to make an example of and to get them off the street because they've been demonstratively violent? Oh, no, actually, Brian, that's the insanity. It seems like the left wants to go after um, otherwise law-abiding uh, gun owners like you or I and say, oh, you don't have the right to uh, defend yourself. And that's the that, that's where we're going in two different directions in our society. They, <laughs> they don't want to jail anybody, um, but yet they want to have all these laws on the books. Normally, law-abiding people are going to obey. And, so, and maybe, oh, um, oh, oh Dan, know, Dan. And maybe only the, 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 the law-abiding people are going to be sentenced for, held accountable for. You know, I, 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 the minute they criminalize the ownership of firearms, I, I suppose all of these people that have been under disability that have firearms, those folks were not prosecuted even though it was illegal for them to have them. But I imagine someday down the road, you know, I'm a, as you know, I'm a firearms owner. I enjoy the shooting sports, a variety of them. So I own quite a few. And they're going to come after me and prosecute me down the road because I own a firearm, although I have never used one illegally, nor have I waved one at anybody in a threatening manner. Never, ever in my life. But I would become a criminal, and I guarantee you, that they would prosecute me and some liberal judge who otherwise would let some recidivist punk on the street would be more than happy to put me in jail for a long time. I feel you're right. And I see that uh, not only with gun crimes, uh, Brian, but the, the responsible take a bigger hit now, you know, by no means will, uh, you know, I, I, I disagree with the laws for OVI. 
and you should not drink and drive when you've had too much, let somebody else drive, take an Uber or whatever. But otherwise responsible licensed drivers who have insurance and jobs and stuff like that, an OVI absolutely kills them. But if you're Mr. Repeat offender who's bopping in and out of the Justice Center, you don't really have a job, you don't really care whether you have insurance or not, um, because we can't sentence you for a long period of time, another OVI is just another notch on the sheet. It doesn't really mean anything to you. So well, the more responsible you are, the more the justice system punches you square and knows when or if you make a mistake. And that's the you know that's again where we're having an inequity <laughs> since it's the favorite word of the left. We're having an inequity of the way the justice system treats people. They treat responsible people very harshly. And they have actually nothing to give as far as punishment to those who are otherwise irresponsible and uh, don't have jobs and insurance and, and, and things of that matter. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not in a good place, Brian. Our justice system is not in a good place. And uh, so there you, there you have it. You have – and, and that, that's not even speaking of the, the greater societal issues, losing faith and family. I mean that's where it all starts. But if we're trying to, you know, if we're trying to hold that, uh, uh, we're, we're like that little kid with his finger in a dike. We're trying to stop it from just absolutely overflowing. We we, we can't even do that anymore because our justice system is so is so broken. Well, it's broken, and then you know the the cries for you know what's the root cause of this, and what do we need to do about it, and how do we stop this from happening? It all is some you know. Let's look up. There's got to be some large overarching governmental solution to this problem, and Clearly, that's not the case. The governmental solution to gun violence is to let these punks back out on the streets, even if they're under disability when they're busted with a firearm. It's bat crap insanity that we turn to government to solve all of life's problems. Anyway, let's continue with FOP President Dan Hill. He's going to take a quick break. Keep the lights on, which I encourage. The Talk Station. 720 at 55KRCD Talk Station. It's Monday, so Monday Monday is coming up after the top of the hour news with Brian James. Got some really good topics to talk about with him. And, of course, talking about some really bad topics. Dan, Dan Hills, FOP president for the Cincinnati Police Department, is joining the program again. I always love talking to him. Uh, violence, shooting, number one homicides. Let me ask you this. Uh, I saw a re- – oh, no, first thing, I want to give you context for that mention I made earlier in the last segment about the Florida sheriff. So you got this idiot named uh, Brandon Harris. He's 32. He broke into a whole bunch of homes in a row, and the police started chasing him, and he was on the run. And so he kept breaking into houses as he was running away from the cops. So one of the homeowners, he was breaking into their house, so they shot at him. And he continued to run, and they finally found him in another house that he broke into, and they cornered him in a bedroom. So they, they ended up getting the guy. So the sheriff there had this to say. He encouraged other residents to follow that homeowner's footsteps, take a gun safety class, And he said, hey, you're more than welcome to shoot anybody who's breaking into your house. Quote, referring to the person who squeezed off the rounds at this guy, this the sheriff said, I I, I guess they think they did something wrong, which they did not. If someone's breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. So whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. If you take that, you'll shoot a lot better. And hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. Close quote. <laughs> you don't. It sounds like it sounds like me and the sheriff would get along fine. You I, know, I'm I went against the flow with this, uh, you know, um, concealed carry or uh, constitutional carry. I went against the I went against the flow with the state FOP and the police chiefs on that. I was like, how dare 
uh, anybody in government want to get between uh, you, Brian, or anybody else and their, their, their God-given right to defend themselves, um, I would prefer, like a sheriff, I would prefer you take a course or two. I yes. prefer you get to be a better and better shot when you defend yourself. I think that's the wise thing to do. I'll, I'll, I'll always encourage gun safety, uh, gun classes, all those things. But I don't want the government getting in between, <clears throat> in between an individual and their ability to defend themselves. And now more than ever when government is failing so bad at keeping bad guys in jail. So while these, these known bad guys who should still be in jail if uh, you had a functional government, and a functional criminal justice system are out there running around, uh, burglarizing homes, robbing people, shooting people. Then you know if if there's then that's that's why I believe the Second Amendment exists, or one of the reasons. Of course, the other is that in case your government gets a little too antsy, you can tell them they better respect you. Indeed. But uh, it, you know the 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 other reason is so you can. It's the great equalizer. You know, uh, you talk about the left. <clears throat> I thought they believed in women's rights, although right now that's 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 getting really confusing too. But uh, it, for for women, it is the great equalizer. Yes. Uh, you know, when 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 some thug decides he's going to hurt a woman or assault a woman sexually, nothing would make me happier than if he gets shot. That would be that's that's the that's the beauty of the great equalizer. Um, so when 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 whenever the the strong are picking on the weak or taking advantage of the weak. The weak are, are better able to defend themselves uh, thanks to the technology of, uh, of firearms. And why do we want to why do we want to keep that from people in any form or way uh, as government? It, 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 it confuses me greatly. It does. Uh, all these folks that, that think that uh, somehow we're going to have a bunch more dangerous uh, uh, people out there with guns of irresponsible people who didn't care about law and stuff. They're already carrying guns. They don't they don't care about any rules or laws. But it allows the people who are otherwise law-abiding to go ahead and carry, um, and I think the majority of them will choose will, will choose gun classes and stuff if they need them. A lot of folks uh, might have up on a farm or whatever, and they can you know shoot a gnat at 100 yards at, and 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 have common sense. They might not need a gun class. Indeed, you know, as long as you've got a place to practice, that's what's important. You need to learn what the gun's going to do, what it sounds like, how it's going to operate, um, you know, and and how to shoot at least reasonably accurate, at least a within a, a close quarters distance. I mean, you don't have to be a hundred yard or five hundred yard marksman hitting tiny groups, but uh, you know, because nine times out of ten, if not more. If you're going to need to use a firearm in self-defense, it's going to be because someone is right on top of you or getting awfully damn close to being right on top of you. So exactly. focus on that. All right, let's pause for a moment. i got to ask you when we come back about fentanyl, Dan, if you can spend one more segment with uh, with my listeners and me because we've got – I mean, this is obviously, without saying the obvious, a huge blanking problem. With this bust out of Butler County, and I was looking at the bust out in California with enough fentanyl in one bus to kill 20 million people uh, where we're going on this one. At 725, I always want to remind folks at this time, we used to have a Rush Limbaugh morning uh, update. Please get your cancer station. Half hour from now, top of the hour news. We're going to get Money Money with Brian James. And an opportunity for you to win a Frisch's gift card coming up after top of the hour news, too. we got those uh, all week. So without further ado, i got to have uh, Dan Hills, FOP president, talk about fentanyl. Um, geez, f- enough to kill 500,000 people. They seized, what, nine... No, three pounds of fentanyl 
in uh, Butler County, thanks to the uh, Undercover Regional Narcotics Task Force and other law enforcement agents getting that off the streets. But that's just one arrest. That's one shipment they found. That's enough to kill 500,000 people. And I look at that and I think, well, we're pikers in Butler County, I guess, because you had California authorities um, seizing 92.5 pounds of fentanyl over the weekend. That's uh, enough to kill what they say is 20 million people. Dan, you see this stuff, or, well, your officers see this stuff on the streets all the time. What in the hell is feeding the demand? I mean, that seems like more supply than could ever be consumed. Or am I just misguided in my understanding of drug consumption? Well, it is It is more than can be uh, ever uh, you know, used, I would think. But uh, it, it's, it's used uh, to cut other product, to make it cheaper, to make it more powerful for these drug dealers. Brian, I know we probably only have seconds left. When you said you had one more topic, I was hoping it was Grand Rapids and the uh, use of uh, deadly force by police up there. Well, let's do that and one too. The usual, the usual, the usual cast of characters come there: Ben Crump and Al Sharpton. And you know, it relates to this story and what we started with the murder rate here in Cincinnati. The left is doing everything it can to make itself more powerful. They're letting the borders be open so that they can get more and more future voters. And while they're doing that, uh, come uh, across the borders comes all these drugs. They don't care how many people it kills. They don't care at all. And it, here they do the same activist thing they do whenever the police are involved in a shooting. I know a whole lot about that shooting, but at first, at first glance, it looks justified to me. But it, there they are. Why aren't they here in Cincinnati while we're having record murder rates? And you know the answer. They don't get any attention for that. So um, I, I, I can't believe the amount of people that are deceived um, by what the, the, this left-wing um, government and media complex are doing to, to end up holding power. And in the meantime, what's on the other side of it for our citizens is, is more and more crime, more and more death and destruction. Uh, you know, those, those numbers you put out for the fentanyl are just they're, – they're beyond belief. And then you have to consider no matter how much was seized in California or Butler County, it's but a fraction of yeah. what's, what's coming over here. And it's been quite a few years since I've been on the streets now. I've been FOP president a little over six years. But I remember in District 3, we would get our, our overdoses in big runs. And, and that was my assumption most of the time is because the mix would be different. So you would have uh, heroin cut a certain amount of uh, fentanyl. And then all of a sudden, if that amount of fentanyl went up, as I you know, used to say, it seems like everybody in, everybody in Price Hill was waking up dead because they were yeah. finding more and more folks. And we would have big, long, terrible runs of overdoses. And, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is something where if America doesn't wake up, um, we're, we're going to find ourselves. I think we're, I think we're already there. When I heard a statistic, I don't know if you've heard this one, Brian, that right now, 20% of the people in this country are here illegally. Now, if that's anywhere close to being true, uh, I don't, I don't know how we continue to keep a a stable and functioning um, society. You know, we're, well, we're, we're, we're really close to uh, losing all control. And uh, ah, you know, I've seen it. 
Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm inclined yeah. <laughs> to jump into the never let a good crisis go to waste. If you don't have a crisis, you create one. We had we didn't have too much of a crisis at the southern border, at least under the Trump administration for a time. Now they open the border wide up, and you've got hundreds of thousands of folks every month coming to the country. We know a lot of them are gang members. We know because they bust people every single bank and day, bringing in pounds, if not tens of pounds, of fentanyl and other drugs. Methamphetamine is a real big one. Um, that's killing our population. It overruns the social welfare safety net. Obviously, we have a food problem that's unfolding before our very eyes. This is going to cause food shortages. We've been talking about that all morning. Uh, war, and we also have, uh, well, the existential threat of Russia and nukes and China taking over. Oh, my God, we're all going to die. I mean, these things just keep piling on and piling on and piling on. At some point, some people start think, well, you know, maybe this is by design. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it, it is by design. And then when you see that the Easter Bunny is the one that's in charge, you really don't know where to where to go from there. Uh, it, this, this is this is being created for the ability so that that uh, you can have one party rule and 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 the government uh, have total control. And the people who are being victimized on the other end, so many of them don't even realize it. And look at our inner cities and what's happening right here in Cincinnati, right where we started on on, on the segment, Brian. Right here in Cincinnati, all the young people that are dying because of the fact that we don't have a functioning criminal justice system. Mm, mm. Well, and before we part company today, Dan Hills, and I can't thank you enough for your candor and spending time with my listeners and me on that fentanyl. I keep reading, and I've been hearing this for a while, but it seems to be becoming more and more of a problem. That stuff's showing up in everything. If you're out buying street drugs, for example, the thing that scared me the other day, not because I'm using them, just because I know that they're out there, anecdotally speaking. Um, those THC cartridges that you can get at a medical marijuana distributor or in a licensed, if you have uh, you know legal marijuana in your state, at a licensed uh, 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 store, it's been rigorously tested. There are standards they must go through, much in the same way pharmaceuticals go through standards. So if you're buying a THC vape pen there, you're safe. But if you get one on the street, there's millions of counterfeit ones out there, and they're starting to show up with fentanyl in them, as well as oh, other yeah, drugs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. It's just regular, regular pot, which we all know is as is, is, is common as the grass under our feet, right? Yeah. So it's, it's everywhere, and, and you start finding fentanyl and something as common as that, then then you're, you're, you're talking about uh, your death ch- from fentanyl on a, on a scale that we can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, and, and that would be a lot of young people, too, because, you know, I would think young people who aren't old enough to even get a card or go into a retail operation in states with legal weed, that those are the ones that are most likely going to end up with some sort of tainted, adulterated, or otherwise um, problematic uh, cartridge or weed or any other uh, drug for that matter. And all because we want to have open borders. And why do we want to have open borders so we can have more and more Democratic voters? I mean, you gotta you gotta say what say the way it is, and that's what uh, that's that's what they're creating. And like you said, some chaos. They want they want chaos, and they want to make all these uh, folks loyal voters. And and for that, they are they're willing to surrender uh, the the st- stability of society. So well, they're not my type of people, Brian. No, <laughs> and for those not. and for those logical thinkers like Dan Hills and me, that the. the <laughs> Their plan to bring about their dominance politically and thus control their lives 
consist of a bunch of terrible things that they have unleashed on us that we all seem to hate. So why would we reward them with elected office? And why would we, you know, encourage this kind of uh, nonsensical policy to move forward? I mean, elections have consequences, and I think we need to right the ship. So hopefully that'll happen sooner rather than later if it happens at all, because if it doesn't happen soon... Um, who last person out, bring the flag with you because it doesn't look like it's going to last. Appreciate your candor as always. FOP President Dan Hills, thanks for coming on the program. Uh, and between now and then, best of uh, health, you and your loved ones. And uh, tell your wife to enjoy that Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. I'll, I'll pick up one for your wife, too, next time I see that. Time. Appreciate it. Let me know where the discount sale is. I don't know what street corner I need to go to get one of those. It's Dan? constantly moving, Brian. It's constantly moving. The, sale, the sales location is constantly moving. <laughs> That's why you got to figure out the dark web. Dan, take care, my friend. We'll talk real soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.